103. Back at home base, I guess everything from this point forward should be referred to as PM post Messi. Uh, are we? Is it? Let are we in one PM right now? Yeah, actually, I mean, then also or like, like let, hold up, let him hold up a jersey. Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, physically announce which team he's actually playing for because I don't know. Like, obviously, it's gonna be Inter, but you never know. Well, and like we could throw all the game. We maybe NYCFC just throws all the game, Tam and Jam oh, and Wham and Bam and everything that we have at Messi. I doubt it, but. You know, uh, unfortunately, you informed me of the fact that apparently we have money in the pot paying for this man to come to the league, which allegedly that's crazy. what the streets are saying. Well, yeah. it was rumored a long time ago. Right. I think we even talked about it on here how they were like every franchise is going to like, you know, pull money together to make this thing happen, which I guess it makes sense because I don't know. Is this like the biggest news in probably, MLS I mean, history? Probably the since Beckham. Moment? Yeah. And it's like funny Beckham coming would be the, would be the only thing really get close i mean like Tyrion or yeah Tyrion reap came that was pretty big i think beckham though was was at least known like i don't feel like Tyrion Reeb was really known by the american fans as much as david beckham was yeah so um i don't know but i'm, I'm also speaking on things that were like pre me <laughs> being in MLS, so i really have no idea somebody got somebody who was a fan back then might might tell me otherwise but if, um, it feels to me like at least as long as we've like really cared about it by far the biggest oh easily the biggest moment like right and i don't know it, it kind of feels like the league is treating it that way too like we said uh you know nycfc and, and every other franchise apparently are going to be a part of making this deal happen i don't know if that's at some point they said helping pay salary which seems insane to have a man come and play against you yeah uh that paying you're for literally a paying for bang on you yeah that that just doesn't seem right um but then the other stuff like I mean, they're giving this dude part Everything. of Adidas merchandising, apparently, a part of a uh, percentage of Apple um, subscriptions, all that stuff. And then I think you said uh, he gets dibs. He, he gets first dibs, dibs basically on a franchise, on a franchise if, <laughs> if just, he wants. Yeah, and I don't know. I I thought I read too that he was getting a portion of Inter Miami too, like a stake. Yeah, I would know, assume to so. some degree. Yeah. So I don't know how you could have ownership in two different clubs, but I mean, if I guess if anybody in the soccer sphere was to do it, it's gonna be messy. Um, but it's insane. I mean, this this probably trumps the 1.5 billion that you know Saudi Arabia was trying to give him or whatever to go over there. Um, just I mean, when you add all those things up over the course of time, it's I mean, it's just an, an insane deal. It's an insane one we've never deal. seen yeah. ever in any league. I mean, but. When you when you carry that name, you know you demand things that are unprecedented. Um, I just don't know. Um, I, obviously, he's going to come and you know, he's going to be a star and he's going to be, you know, everything that people think he's going to be in more. Uh, I think he's leaving Europe too soon, kind of like David Beckham did, because mm-hmm. um, I believe David Beckham came and played for a Galaxy and then went back to PSG afterwards. Yeah. Um, which I don't see happening with Messi. I think once he's done here, he's done. Um, but I think it's too soon. I think it's it should be a year or two away. But granted, if he was coming to NYCFC, I'd be telling him it's the <laughs> perfect time, you know, perfect point in your career. But yeah, he's well, gonna Miami, light it up. Miami, Miami is uh, living all of our dreams right now. I mean, then obviously, once you have Messi coming, uh, you can pretty much claim any player you want, any coach you want. Uh, rumors of Tata Martino, who I think 
has been at least a front runner from a fan's perspective of if there was going to be a change at manager for us, Tata is probably the best guy on the market, period, that we could realistically get our hands on. Obviously, like, right. you know, Mourinho could be available potentially, but right. like, not a realistic scenario, but Tata felt realistic, like somebody that we could we could grab over, but then, you know, now he has Messi, Phil Neville got fired. Too perfect. They're saying Di Maria. They're saying Sergio Ramos. I don't it know. It just feels like it feels um, like they're gonna have to break roster rules again yeah. for the second time because they've already. <laughs> it just feels like like had this happened a year from now or two years from now, we could have gotten Messi on our team with the promise that Pep was gonna be his his coach. You know, if if we were a few years away and Pep's, you know, looking to take steps towards retirement or whatever. Um, we could have possibly lured Messi with with the promise of Pep. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, with it happening right now, obviously Pep's going for a treble. Um, those types of things are not going to happen yeah, right I now. I think Pep is, I don't know. I, I used to live and breathe the copium hopium that is, you know, Pep might have a clause in his contract that's going to have him come and play out a year here. But that dude is, I, I feel like if anything, he wants to go back to Barca and like, because that's his club that's obviously his club and his boyhood club and all that stuff so i don't know because chavi's got that for a long time yeah i feel like he's got that until he until he doesn't want it anymore and i just feel like pep's kind of at the point where he's achieved everything and you know except mls glory <laughs> except for champions league because <laughs> i will well, know with, with not city yet. Not with yet. city he's had it with otherwise but not yet no, it's not happening. No, but bro, City's ch- cursed, bro. Yeah. Okay. City's well, no. cursed. Jinx it that way. That's what I want you to say. No, but that that's what I that's so what, so jinx it that way so that think, we won't but, win it. Yeah. So but think of what you just said right now. I on FIFA, there's not betting, but like you pick one player or the other from a team in an important matchup and um the winner of the two gets an upgrade. So it's kind of like betting, but it's not really betting. Because realistically, you could do both and whatever. Honestly? But I did the city one to jinx city. I was going to say. On purpose. All we have to do, like if we want Inter to win, we just have to put a fiver on city money line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there's like the second that the bet is submitted, yeah. it's, it's known. That they what I was going to say about betting, though, <laughs> is I wonder what the odds are on the futures for Inter to win next year. They have to look better. Better than they better do right now did, at right? the bottom of the but table, like, or this year, because I don't know. It's gonna be so know. funny. Now this is exactly what's gonna happen. I'm, I got my like third eye. It's telling me that Inter makes it to the Eastern Conference Final, and they lose to a Bobby Wood led Revs. <laughs> I, I fully see that next season. Okay. Like Bobby Wood knocks Messi out of the out of the finals. Bobby Wood of all people. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I don't know, and I don't know what that looks like either. Cause there, uh, I saw people say that he won't start until the twenty twenty four season. He's gonna take eight months off, but then like every single Miami game and Miami away game has like seven eight x in value for tickets. Yeah. Like I think Red Bull Arena they said jumped from like thirty bucks to like four hundred, uh, which is gonna be his first game available yeah. like next month. So I. I guess he. I guess it seems more like he's going to end up playing this season. It kind of sucks for us because we already burned our Miami away, yeah. and our Miami, our Miami home was like week three. Yeah. So, and we thought seeing Phil Neville was cool. Yeah, like, and that's a whole different. Bruh, we're I, I've never seen Messi play. I've, I've been lucky enough to see Manchester United play live, 
um, and I thought that was like peak, peak, peak. Mm-hmm. But to see Messi play live is going to be something special, and the fact that it's more than likely that we bump shoulders with them in the say. stadium, in you know whether between the press conference or the locker room or whatever, um, is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I, I I have one rule. I'll never ask for a picture of with anybody inside of, <laughs> like, the locker room or, yeah. or outside in the tunnels or anything like that um, as media. But Messi, I'm going to break that rule That'd for. That'd have to be one. 100% yeah. I'm breaking that rule for. Yeah. Because well, even staff staff is going to do that, too. So I'm not, I'm not above that. Yeah. No, that'll just be – that'll be crazy. I kind of felt the same way uh, we didn't – we didn't get lucky enough to see uh, Beckham when we were at the Miami game. Right. But that but almost, I would have, yeah. That, yeah, that would have been one where you, know, you also have to break the rule. Or but. if I saw Rooney, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm taking a picture of him. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It'll be – it's going to be an interesting thing. I I don't know. I mean, it feels dumb to say it, but, like, is Messi enough to push Miami, like, single-handedly, like, to a championship? Like, I honestly don't know. I don't know. Like, the MLS is such a – such a weird league like they're literally the wooden spoon contenders at the moment and then to get like literally the best player to ever play soccer i just think if if they start diving practice now and they get enough free kicks they will win a lot of games yeah um i mean i just hope it ends up that we seed well enough that my like it, it could happen we could get messy at yankee stadium if the seeding for the playoffs works perfectly true and they have to come play a home game against us. Right. So I don't know. Maybe it'll be City. Maybe it'll be Yankee Stadium. I have a feeling that they're going to bump it to Red Bull to sell more tickets. Or maybe we see the third tier at Yankee Stadium receiving yeah. field fully open for the first time. And yeah. we drop like a 60-bomb attendance for the first time ever. Yeah. Uh, I can see that. In, but in that would be New awesome. York. But I, I would, I'm not going to love seeing us lose that game to no. like two messy free kicks. Whoa. Or something. I, I would like to see James Sands put – messy in his pocket well we know collins can but unfortunately we're not he's not back. around to do that and there's a lot of copium going around thinking that we'll get tati back now that messi's in the league imagine tati goes to like miami <laughs> to go play with messi and tata now we're unfollowing him <laughs> yeah we'd <laughs> and, have to and no i'm gonna hit it, no hit his dm first and be like unfollow us and then we're gonna unfollow you <laughs> yeah um but yeah uh, I, it's this is our first time talking obviously since um yeah, we are an NYCFC podcast. We are an NYCFC <laughs> podcast. Now, Messi fan. I'm not even really that big of a Messi fan. I'm a. Well, I saw. I would lean Ronaldo just based off of his his past at United. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say. I not that how... I don't think he's a better. I was player. gonna say based off your past with Man United. Yeah, yeah, which is the same thing, but not off like skill wise. It's Messi. It's clearly Messi. It's always been Messi, but yeah, vibes, I think vibes is Ronaldo for me. I think I would say my goat is probably Messi. Um I saw people saying, I mean, I'll just name John Sanchez from NYCFC forever said when Zlatan retired that Zlatan is his goat, which... Interesting, interesting... Take. Interesting take. Interesting take. Uh, but interesting yeah, take. For me, it has to be messy. Um, so obviously, I think, you know, very exciting to, to see him Clearly, come. it's Holland, bro. Holland? Clearly. Uh, I, he's not even, like, my favorite Man City player. You know Gundo's going to be gone? Gundo's not my favorite. He, but he's up there. <laughs> Gundo's going to Al Halal or wherever with Benzema, apparently. Nah, United should take him just for vibes and sit his ass on the bench. I don't think you guys can afford to <laughs> sit his ass on the bench. Not if Saudi's coming in, man. Um, 
but yeah, NYCFC pod. I think what you were starting to say. Uh, yeah, we before we recorded. derailed again. Yeah. We haven't recorded, obviously, since um, the Wednesday game, which was against Cincy. Cincy. Um, and obviously, we, that one we were kind of tied up in figuring out how to record and attending the press conference and stuff like that. So we hadn't seen the video that came out. Oh, of, and we recorded at the stadium right, right after. I mean, we were probably recording around the same time that the Sands video was like actively happening. Right. Um. So we haven't had the chance to share any comments, and we haven't shared any on Twitter either. I think it's more of a sensitive subject that I yeah. would prefer to like give our thoughts, yeah, with to, our voices, kind of like think it out and, and talk it out. Because um, there were a lot of there was uh, a lot of opinions, heavy, and heavy opinions, emotions flying around crazy on Twitter. Right, and for me, everywhere it, it gets weird when it goes to that level for me because it's for me it's like being a fan and being a community comes first before anything mm-hmm. um and i just wish that in that conversation we had you know handled it more as a community and more as a whole and kind of talked it out instead of just kind of blasting out the hardest opinion that you could possibly have um because that's just not how things get resolved in a good way for me personally and it I, looks it, i just feel like it looks bad to everybody on the outside it's like when it's like when our fan our, our um players were fighting on the field that's what it, that's what the community looked like from the i think outside. it was worse honestly yeah for it's, sure i think it's a lot worse when it's fans and players than players and players because there's a different understanding because like a player and a player on the same level there's like a different dynamic when it's a fan and a player and yeah i mean that stuff spreads like wildfire yeah everybody starts picking it i had like I had people at my work that have no care for soccer at all. That they like loosely know that we have like a NYFC. Like they don't even know that there's two C's in NYCFC. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, I saw like one of the players like arguing with somebody on Twitter. I was like, how did that make it yeah. to Twitter? Like I have no clue. And they're like, I think it was on like Barstool. I was like, holy shit. Like, and that's now like NYCFC. Like and that's that, the state that they know them as. In, that's kind like, of where my opinion on it comes from. Um, you know, I saw somebody argue that, you know, this I forgot the name of the guy, the specific guy that was arguing with Sands. Um, you know, obviously, I, I have respect for you because you go to however many games you do and you support for as long as you have and you, and you, you know, you're in the supporter section. So you're you're somebody who clearly cares beyond the average fan. Um, but somebody was quoting like, oh, you have no idea how much I think it was. Uh, I I think maybe NYC, NY, forever. They were okay. fighting deep fighting in the trenches on Twitter yeah. all day. And, so and saying, like, you, you have no idea how much this guy's done for the fans and for the club or how much he's sacrificed and stuff like that, which is, like, I respect. Mm-hmm. But, like, wh- why does it have to be that? You know what about I mean? About Sands or about the fan? No, yeah, about the fan. Like, okay. how much you've done. Like, to be honest, you should, you're doing that out, out of your love for the for the team that should never be something that you have to stand on and be like oh i've done so much so like i can go and argue with a with a player and kind of you know make this big scene where it's like okay well i would never do that i would never think of doing that Mm -hmm. because i'm more reserved but like we're driving four hours for games yeah and we're like we're never bringing that up as Mm -hmm. a reason why we did something right that was a deci- all everything is a decision like to attend games to buy tickets right. and everything and like it's hard because I, I do see both sides like if I'm I don't believe that 
there like I couldn't think of a single player on our team that I think does not want to be there, and that I exactly. think is not like actively busting their ass like at all times to try to turn things around. Like I don't think I can think of a single like we haven't we've never had but visually like that really like because I don't know if it so I don't know if it's a situation where this player do, actually doesn't care or that's just their body language is different than others mm-hmm. but like Talas sometimes looks like he's jogging he Sa- does he does look lazy yeah. at ta- and and like Santi sometimes looks like he's jogging like there's certain players that genuinely do visually look like they're not trying I don't know obviously them as a person I haven't follow them for their whole life mm-hmm. so i can't really speak on that but like everyone looks like they're trying and obviously he's like uh, what sans is saying is you don't think we want to win as much as you yeah now i when sans says that he cares more or that they care more when they lose to me that's false mm. like i doubt any of them are losing sleep over a loss well i think yeah i think we could have i think it's I think it's realistic for fans to have the same level of care as a player. Or if not more. If not, yeah, if not more, because it's really hard to say. But the reasons are different. It's really hard. The reasons are different. The reasons reasons we care and the reason that that made that fan have to feel like he had to address it himself is because we care from a point that we're living with this club no matter what forever, whereas Sands and the players – they care because they want to win because they're competitors, and two, they want to win and play well because it's lucrative for them. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the here's the, I think I just figured it out. Here's where the difference is. I think um, fans can care as much as players, and like you said, for different reason. Uh, I think Jimmy just kind of got screwed because he's probably the worst guy to put in that position and that needs a like a scolding like that. Um, but also he's the captain, so he probably has to be the guy that goes over there and takes right. that for everybody else. Um, but for me, the extra baggage that Sands has in terms of being a homegrown, being from New York. Now, obviously, right. when he was a boy, there was there was right. no NYCFC to claim as a boyhood club. Um, but coming up in our academy, you, you do build that rapport and everything. And it's just like, it sucks that it had to be him because I think you know there are other players that you probably that probably don't care as much as Sands. Not that anybody doesn't care, like flat out, but there are probably players that don't care or aren't as invested as Sands because he's just at a level so far, you know, maxed out in terms of caring and all of that stuff. Um, that it sucks that it had to be him. Yeah, but he's no, the captain, so especially I guess after the game that he put on for. Yeah, he, like he had a the game. season that he's put together. Right. I mean, um, we're without Sands, like. We're in bad shape, but, like, yeah. it would be way worse. There's been two or three games where we haven't been able to have him, and it's been, like, night and day. Like, and there's a lot of hack haters out there, and he looked better at center back, but, like, for as much as you guys hate hack, if we didn't have Sands, like, that would be your guy starting right. every game. So, like, the exactly. hate and the, the you know, how ba- however bad you think hack is, obviously we don't agree, but, like, if it wasn't for Sands, right. this, is, this guy that you don't like would be his replacement. Right. Um, so he's a incredibly important part of the team incredibly important part of nycfc and like our history probably especially now with captaincy being involved homegrown or i don't think he's officially homegrown but right obviously an academy From product new york and an academy product yeah but for me it just seemed it just seemed weird timing um you know because like you said i i could see both sides of it um 
my initial reaction was not a positive one. I didn't like it. I didn't like the optics of it. Um, just because I think as fans, we as a whole, I feel have been supporting less. And I saw, I think I saw things on Twitter and I, I swear I heard this in the stadium that, you know, like even in that video, maybe like, why do you, why do you think we haven't been playing drums for That's you? What, yeah. In the video, the guy right? said that. He said that, they, they didn't even want to play the drums for you or whatever. That, to me, is so backwards. Like, in times where the team needs people, needs fans, like, you're taking one key thing away, mm-hmm. to me, is is insanely backwards thinking. Yeah. That's like telling somebody, like, somebody's tired at work, and you're like, well, I'm going to take your water away. Yeah. It's like, no, actually, that, that would pick me up. That might actually make the difference right now. Um, So for those reasons, I, I didn't initially like it and i feel like whatever we decide whatever comes of this whatever people do for the rest of time um you know whatever decision is made now that's that's what the club's going to be and that's what our fan base is going to be so i just hope we make the right decision and we don't look back on 10 years from now and we think that was a moment that defined the fan base and this the fans as a whole. Yeah, I, I think from the outside looking in, it obviously has more of an effect than it does on the inside. I feel like we probably like it's very easy to be like, "Hey, tensions have been like very high." Like that was, uh, I think, the eighth game, no wins, two ties, six losses uh, across all competitions. So it, it's understandable. Um, I felt the same way as you first reaction. I felt a little bit like the fan was being or fans were being, I I can't even think of the word, but not pretentious, but like, uh, expecting more just seems a little crazy. Like thinking that people aren't trying it. Um, but then, yeah, once I kind of took the emotions out of it, I was like, you know, to be fair, like somebody does have to say something to somebody. I was happy that, um, in the press conference, somebody asked Cushing about the Cushing out banners. Um, and then I think John, the pigeons on NYCFC had a conversation or not a conversation, but asked him a question about like the mental state, I guess, of the team in Cushing. And it was good to like humanize, uh, humanize the players and humanize Cushing. Cause I think a lot of times, you know, you might hear like, you know, F Cushing, F his family, like fire him, send him back to England, like kick him out of CFG. Like when we're saying these things, yeah. like you're, you're literally Calling for, like, the destruction of a person's, like, like livelihood, which is really crazy to to do. And, like, obviously there's going to be moments where calling for sacking is warranted, but, like, to do it on a level where you're, like, fully bugging out is crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Things you never say to a coach's face. Yeah, that's kind of what I felt, like, the, the fan thing was. Like, it's taking it, like, past a certain level. Right. Uh, at first, but then you know that's what happens when when you go eight winless and Sands comes over and like to be honest, like Sands was pretty combative back to them too. Like at right. first, he was just sitting there and he was Which, like taking it. Part of it annoyed me as well, but mm-hmm. continue. Yeah, and he was just taking it. Uh, and I did like the fire of like Sands going back at him too in the moment. But then afterwards, I was like, I don't like our captain. Yeah, exactly. Like reaming out a fan that's, either. That's, that's where not it was cool. Like, on both, I was like, once he started giving it back and like, no, listen, and mm-hmm. and like, that's fucking disrespectful, things yeah, like yeah. that. Like, that's where I was like, okay, but you need to chill too, bro, because like, <laughs> as a captain, you should be saying this to your team too. Yeah. Like, 
you know, I don't know. So that's I am a little on on both sides of this. Yeah. My my thing is that I would never want like NYCFC ultras. I think that that idea is super cringe to have like ultras in your in your club. I mm-hmm. it's so cringe to me. Like be as good of a supporter as you want to be, but the point where you're like injuring other people or taking it to that extreme to me is wrong and that there's one step closer towards that it's not obviously like there was never going to be a physical altercation like there's never going to be anything like that but it's one step closer Mm -hmm. to people like throwing things onto the field or like being okay to attack a fan or a, a player in the parking lot yeah, things like that to where the fans or the players aren't going to come out to the fans anymore. Yeah, that type of stuff. So that's where I'd, I don't want it to go that route. Yeah, and the last the last thing that got me was I feel like, and I could be totally wrong. I don't know if it was the same guy, but it felt like over the course of that video and the security guard, I think unfortunately ended up cutting it after it seemed to be getting more amicable. Like right, like Sans reached up, dapped him up, and everything. And the guy was like, "Dude, I've been watching you since the cat like." I like you. Like the yeah, dude yeah. was like, I like you, Sans. Like I'm a fan of you, not just the club. And it, it seemed like they were like coming to common ground. Security guard wraps it up and Sans starts walking away. And then I don't know if it was the same guy, but I, there were obviously other a ton of people yelling. But then they're like, it's not an, like they started yeah, bucking out enough. on him again. Like I right. thought you guys just came to like a little, you know. Well, no, because like, I, I think here. what happened, and not, and not to like if this was you, not to call anybody out personally, but I feel like when Sans was looking at you personally mm-hmm. it's very hard to sit there and criticize him so mm-hmm. the minute he turns his back it's like it's well, other that, people are like it's not enough you're not good enough <laughs> yeah, blah 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 like yeah. well you're tr- which also would trying to get me, your like, last which would be like, me yeah. right so like i'm not the guy who's gonna s- to sit in front of sans or santi and tell him like you're not good enough you're not playing good enough i need more so respect on one hand but like it's just yeah i don't know it's it's not for me um for me, us being a true supporter is singing the songs when it's hard, banging the drums when it's hard, showing up to games on eight, you know, eight games on on winning, mm-hmm. things like that. That's being a fan. Um, if you want to scream about performances and scream about how it's not enough, start a podcast. We'll support it. We'll follow you. We'll we do that. From shout time. you out. <laughs> we- we'll show up and be a guest on your on your podcast. That's the space that it should happen in. Press conferences. That's the place it should happen in. Um, physically to a fan's, uh, to a player's face. To me, I just, I, I'm not really gonna get behind. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's you know tensions get high, and I think like you, you alluded to at the start of the conversation, like it's kind of a bad timing too, because you know if we look at the grand scheme of this eight game unbeaten run. Um, uh, we obviously got the tie against Orlando away. That was a moment where we looked better, and then we had that special moment with Tiago afterwards, which we we have to talk about Tiago. We have to talk about so much different stuff on here, but um, this was one of the games where I thought we looked a lot better. Uh, In New England, yeah, against yeah, yeah. against New England, yeah, and um, yeah, this was one of the games where we looked a lot better. Uh, we were unlucky, I think, on a number of occasions. Obviously, Richie pulls up and. I didn't know he had that in him to do that. I, I did. I thought for sure would, yeah. And this dude, you know, had a bet for, I think, Richie first scorer. Yeah. And I don't know what, and see, this is the thing too, us as fans, we've devolved into degenerate, the number one, like, 
rule of all time is we not to bet, bet on, on your NYCFC. teams. Or, yeah, and specifically NYCFC. We bet on them at Philly. We were at the game. We bet on them. I, I had a bet, uh, nonsense, New England. I just did money line NYCFC to win. Yeah. Um, I didn't even tell you. That's how degenerate. Like, I didn't even tell you. It's yeah. Laughter. That's what degeneracy is. Like yeah. you're not even happy with it's, the it's, decision. You're that's making. the thing, though. That's what that's what the club not winning does that's to you. You're like you're searching does. for any type of like. Oh, but I need a good feeling. NYCFC from this game. dopamine. Yeah. Um, so like the the both teams to score was looking fine for a couple of yeah. games. But so Richie pulls up, obviously off the post, unlucky. Uh, Gabby. I think right before that has another uh, incredible attempt. Unfortunately, Petrovic makes a pretty good save. Um, he's one of those keepers that we've kind of granted that every time we play him, we end up making him look like Jesus out there. I'd take him at the club, though. To be honest, <laughs> <Yeah>. I'd take him. <laughs> yeah. He's good. Um, and then, I mean, I'm not sure what else there is to write home about. I mean, Turnbull, another, another solid game. I'm not going to say he – he balled he's out. He's a baller, though. But he he appears to be, if we can nurture him the way that he needs to be, um, and Player. unfortunately, a lineage exists, so I don't think he's going to get the time to breathe. But 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 with all the Tavon stuff going on, like I said, that Turnbull too. right right center back in a in a back three or the five with a Lenich on the right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be dangerous. Yeah, I just like I like the way he reminds me, or I got similar feelings of when Richie first started his first game. And we saw him like look around we in that one play, look around for options, see nobody. He's like, I'm just gonna take on three defenders yeah. and uh beats all of them. Like I see Turnbull making the same decisions where when there isn't a player to to play out to, he takes that space and he'll just take on guys. Yeah. Like straight up run into the midfield. That's something we obviously don't see from Tavon. Uh I think it's a different game than Alenich. I think Alenich has that in his arsenal, but he prefers like, you know, pace going down the wing. Uh, playing off a of Gabby and then kind of whipping balls and not necessarily cutting in the way that um, that Turnbull has seemed to enjoy doing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'd say decent, decent showing from him. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. He's, I want to see more stuff to the team that the team needs. People that just take the ball and take the space because mm-hmm. a lot of teams aren't really respecting us right now, and I don't blame them. But yeah, a lot of teams aren't respecting us, and they're, they're giving us a lot of space, and a lot of players on our team are not taking that space. Yeah. Um, so I like what he's given to the team. And like you were about to get into, Justin Hack looked amazing. You in my mind. I don't even think I said Hack, but you just knew. No, I, I just was, knew it. You knew where I was going with it. knew exactly where I was going. But yeah, Hack, Hack was a proper – he did a proper fill-in job. I mean, like, to the point where now knowing Tiago is – I guess going to be out minimum two months, which is just, just remember something. Continue going to kill us. I mean, that's literally going to kill us. Uh, but if Hack is going to do what Hack did in that game, then maybe it won't kill us. Yeah, we'll be in safe hands with Hack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think that formation works for us. I think so. Uh, it's just going to be making sure you know the, that we have the pieces to fill every position on the roster. We got lucky, Kufre. Uh, red card rescinded. I honestly don't know what the back line would have looked like if we didn't have him <laughs> or Tiago or Tavon uh, or potentially well, Elena. Kevin O'Toole. <laughs> yeah, Kevin O'Toole would have been in there. Alfaro would have been in there, which Man. my ship has sailed a little bit on Alfaro, but that's beside the point. Um, what did he do? He got a lucky pen. That was 
I think it was a penalty upon I think he got further fouled. review. And Nick Cushing told you why the rules made it an offside when it uh, that is it true. should be an offside. It should have been, yeah. But it wasn't, and the rules are stupid. Yeah. And I'm surprised Cushing. Cushing hasn't got slapped with a big boy fine yet. I know. I, I was looking for the news. It never happened. Three games straight. You know why? Because he was yeah, telling he was the right. truth. He was right. He was right. Um, um, what was I going to say about the, the Rebs game? I think – I don't know. I don't know what else there is to say. Oh, I, I was going to just talk about the fan reaction to it, which was, in my opinion, super negative because of all the negativity that was happening that week with the fan situation, with um, another loss, with the bad refing, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I feel like that led to people's reaction to that because – for me personally, if you're being genuine, I don't think you could have watched that game and not seen improvement from the team and effort and everything that the fan yelling at Sands wanted. Um, but to still be calling for Cushing out in those moments, to me, it was crazy. Not yeah. that like a draw in New England at home, like it's the at home that kills it. I guess because of like, who we are. I guess. But it was a good. It was a good game where, like, like we said. We were a couple inches away from the Richie goal. A, a great save from Petrovic on Gabby's uh, shot. We should have gotten the penalty, which isn't really hasn't really been talked about that much. The handball. For the handball. Yeah, absolutely. The red card towards the end of the game was atrocious. You know, all of those things considered, and we showed effort and we, we looked good and we were dominating for a lot of large periods of the game. To me, that's enough to not get the Cushing out, like, completely out. You would need a big win or a couple of wins mm-hmm. for that to happen. But at least for people not to be shouting it out right after the game yeah. or during the game or being like, I'm tired of this. This is, like, that to me was improvement. You have to look at what the revs are, too, and put that into perspective. So, like, right, if we had gotten a tie against, like, FC Dallas at home, it's a it's a way different or situation Miami. or my yeah any any of these shitty teams like the revs honestly as much as i hate to say it because i hate bruce arena's guts and i think he's, he's such a bozo yeah I, I think he's such a crybaby uh we have to be honest like the man does know how to manage like a little bit like there's something there with bruce but arena. like but the problem is he, he's the type of dude that like would order a hot dog and be like <laughs> why is there mayonnaise on it <laughs> yeah why is there mustard <laughs> yeah like, he just seems like an annoying person. Yeah, no. I mean, he just – he whines for a living. Yeah. But uh, he has a little bit of tactics underneath him. You know, he's he's once manager of the year and everything. Um, and I think through – I know Cincy recently took over, took over first place in the Eastern Conference. But I think aside from that, the Revs have been first, like, through 10 weeks. And then they've been second behind Cincy since. Um, so they are a good team. I think historically we've been spoiled that – at home, NYCFC has just been like a, a wagon. Literally, like nobody comes into yeah. our house and beats us. But uh, you know, Revs are a good team. We're in really bad form. We were starting people like Hack, like Turnbull, um, and all types of stuff like that. Alfredo does hasn't typically been a guy that's been starting for us, and he came in and he started a role. And actually, to be honest with you, looked really good as well. Um, so. It's not as terrible as a result as it seems, but yeah. we have the baggage of the last seven games to pile on. So, exactly. RSL on the weekend. I know they just got Chicho Arango, Arango, uh, 
from LAFC. I know he was somebody that, um, you know, we and a lot of fans were hoping we could make ours. I don't know how he's coming back. I don't know why he's coming back to the MLS so soon. Seems like a very weird situation. I don't. I think he was there f- for like a half season. Yeah. And it was a f- full transfer. Right. And now he's full transferring out of there. And I'm not going to pretend to know like what he did wherever he was. Yeah. But it must not have been good. My thing with that is um, I've been crying in my head, begging for NYCFC to sign like an MLS vet. Not even a vet, just like a like I, I why can't we just I feel like NYCFC and wh- what I think of it is a team that could put it on the table and bring over a star from another MLS team and we've never done it ever ever like you don't think we can get a gill you don't think like those guys want to live a, in New York a Bobby Wood like, dude he's Josie out the door Gill like, is living not he's not living in Boston no he's living in the woods of Massachusetts <laughs> You think he wants that? Yeah. Like where Foxborough is is not Boston. Like anyone who thinks it's not that, even close, it's not actually. even remotely close. It's not even close. He's not living in Boston. He's literally living in the sticks. Yeah, I mean, he basically has like Gillette Stadium to go to, and like his choice of like, in the eight different lot. Dunkin' Donuts, and yeah. like, that is pretty much like the the livelihood. And there's of, so many places for him to get his car fixed. <laughs> there's so many yeah. places. Yeah. Food. So I many love. hotels too, and I don't know. I get it's all for the Pats, obviously. There's the the shopping center too, right there. There's a bunch big of food old there. Cabela's, Cabela's, big yeah. old Cabela's. So right he's there. a hunter, but like, wouldn't you want to live somewhere cool? Like, yeah. you're telling me we can't get some of these dudes is just to me is crazy. And we couldn't have just gotten a band aid like, or anything. Like a guy like that, like a like. I'm, I, I That's wanna... where like the fo out stuff I can kind of get behind. To me, like that, I'll get behind that any day. Because They're way harder to get out than a manager. Yeah, definitely. So but like, much harder. when? Oh yeah, because because you just they people do this. They go because the fo the, the manager cushion. out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and while actively not backing it, dude, I've been through it. Manchester United Glazers, my uh, Glazers. <laughs> I can't wait till Saudi comes and buys us. <laughs> like, oh, that'll I, be the day. That'll I've been be through my it. Favorite day. Oh, I'll flip like a pancake on, oh, a, you on just, a fresh pan of butter. Just leave the group chat <laughs> that day. Uh, I'll act like I never, like I never was against it. Well, Apple's adding a better search functionality apparently to iMessage along with the thirty-five hundred dollar goggles. Um, so, you know, you could you could try to clear the search functionality on your phone. But the, I will have the receipts. Speaking of Apple functionality, the, the greatest functionality was added for you in in response to what I don't do, which is read back. So now there's a little arrow. Oh, did you get the... I did. You got the thing. And it brings you right to where... The beta. The last thing I read. That's huge. So now I can read back. That is huge. That's huge for me. Because this guy... Never, I never... I'm the worst group chat... Participator. Nah, I wouldn't say that because that means like the stuff that I bring to the chat is bad. But in terms of reading all of what's happening, that's not really happening often. Yeah. You do participate a fair bit, but uh, yeah. So you have reading, I guess it's never. I well, I never really learned. Suit of never really learned how to. So. Um, so that's that RSL on the re- the weekend, the weekend. I hope that I hope it's on a weekend. <laughs> on the weekend, uh. 
hopefully Chicho Arango is not allowed to play. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> it's going to be a shitty game. Uh, um, but I feel, you know, I do feel good about it. I don't think. Do you think Tati's coming back? No, nah, no, Sean. Huh? Okay, we'll leave it at that. T- T- Tati will not play for us again until, like, after 2030, if I had to imagine. Um, and, yeah, RSL, hopefully as slouchy as I believe them to be. Although we've been contrast before, so I don't know. Another away game. Two nil. Two nil. Yeah, you gonna bet it? Nah, I'm not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> nah. I'm, I'm, I'm no. I undownloaded the betting app. Undownloaded the betting app. Yeah, but I think I might have to get it back for the UCL <laughs> final. <crazy. laughs> I might have to take it back That's for the UCL. Crazy. Um, but that'll do it. Uh, you know, slightly longer episode, one hundred three. Um, appreciate you guys for listening. I don't think we miss any housekeeping. Um, but that'll I think that'll do it. Fan messy game. I feel like there's a fourth thing. Upcoming but. game. Nah. I wonder if Messi goes to the MLS All Star. That'd be crazy. It's against Arsenal. Bottlers. Apparently Garber just gets to be like, I want a player to play in it, and now he's gonna play in it. So. Yeah. Well, that happened when when um. What, who was it? Happens every year. Last season. Because all the Euro retirees always get in it who somehow. Who was it? I don't know. So it happened maybe like Higuain or something. So, 103. And catch you guys in 104. Peace. Peace.